Concepts for Living. Welcome to Concepts for Living. Concepts for Living. This service is coming to you from the Chapel of the Anointing. Concepts for Living can change your life today. Hi, and welcome again to Concepts for Living. Biblical principles for contemporary living. You know, we live in a dark world. Darkness, dense darkness. Darkness of so many different kinds on so many different levels. But in this dark world, you and I are called to shine. To shine as lights in this dark world. And so my title for this message is simply this. It's our time to shine. We are journeying with our theme, Anointed Anew for 2022. And so the numeral 22. 22 figures rather significantly in biblical numerology. Biblical numerology. Particularly as it relates to the gospel of St. John. The numeral 22 figures rather significantly and rather relevantly to the gospel of Jesus Christ. In fact, the word light is found some 264 times in the Bible. And in this gospel of St. John, we find light 22 times. So then, light becomes indicative to the numeral 22. So whether you came out of whatever kind of darkness this morning, you need to celebrate the fact that you're in the year of light. Twenty-two times, I said, you'll find the word light in the gospel of St. John. Seven times in chapter 1, five times in chapter 3, one time in chapter 5, one time in chapter 8, two times in chapter 11, and six times in chapter 12. Equaling 22 times. St. Paul referred to the Christians in Thessalonica as the children of light. The children of light, not just Christians, children of light. Read it for yourself in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 5. Now, 
as children of light. Watch this. And not of the day. And not of the night. Watch this now. Or darkness. We are not of darkness. We are children of the light. Yes. We walk in the light. Yes. We live in the light. Yes. We exist as God's children in this light. Brethren, it's time. In fact, our time to shine. We are lights. Another way to put it is that we've been lit up. And when I read in John's gospel, I see that it is written different to the, what is known as the synoptics. And in reading it, I discover that John... In his presentation of Jesus Christ, presents him not from the nativity, but in the beginning. You don't see all, you know, the shepherds abiding in the field. You You don't see all of that in John. John goes right to the core of the matter. And what you discover that in his three and a half year ministry, John stresses not, watch this now. Listen to me, it's important. He stresses not what Jesus said, but what Jesus did. Some of us get all excited and and, and shout about what he said. And what he said is good and what he said is right and what he said is truth. But wait a minute. We've got to go further and examine what Jesus did. Because he did something. A lot of folk who have a lot of words talking this and talking that. But in the final analysis, what did they do? There comes a point when we have our theology and our Christology and our churchology. But there also ought to be some duology. We ought to do something. There ought to be something that we are responsible to pull off. Something that we are responsible to accomplish. Something that we are required to do. And what John does, he sees Jesus in a whole different manner in the beginning (laughs) notice verse 1 in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God come on and then verse 2 the same was in the beginning with God oh boy Oh boy. When we look at that, we are now addressing what I refer to as the manifestation. Point one. The manifestation. 
what we were able to see him do. In the beginning, and if you and I were to truly appreciate the gospel of St. John, who really was a son of a fisherman, there's no record that he ever went to the rabbinical schools. But the scripture tells us that he, John, had a perspective on Jesus other than all of the other gospel writers. To the extent that we see him in eternity's day. Lord, help me, Jesus. He's in the beginning. You remember uh, remember the beginning? How does the Bible open? What what, what are the first words in Genesis? In the beginning, God. (laughs) In the beginning, God. Stay there a minute. In the beginning, God. God? In the beginning. And in the beginning, he created a world. Out of darkness. And then he declared in verse 3 of Genesis 1, let there be light. In other words, hit the switch. Turn the lights on. <laughs> and so God gave us a world that's a lit with light. Thank God for the light. The three points of this message. Number one, the manifestation. Number two, the manipulation. And number three, machination. Say manifestation and mystery. And so let's go on to another phase. I refer to it as manipulation. Manipulation. Manipulation simply means to present or to control action with dexterity. To the extent that we have a, we see a skill, a cunning, a wisdom. God manipulated nature. So much so that the one who created us made himself like us and then dwelt among us. He manipulates the normal or logical process of things just so that he can get a word to you. Just so he can redeem me. Just so that he could show himself to be God. We are so busy pulling down to our level of understanding. Instead of trying to reach up. To understand something of the mystery of our God. 
and to admit I just can't reason out everything. No, you can't. That's why he was in the world and the world didn't even know him. Manipulate nature. But he also manipulates watch this now illumination. What do you mean pastor? Well I say he manipulates that is he, he takes it and he twists it and he turns it and he works with it so that he could present his action with skill to the extent that even though you don't understand it Jesus still remains the son of God who was watch this now God in the son But you and I, what we see in another person, we can relate to. We understand that. Because we also have blood running through our veins. We also have internal organs that look alike. We're no different to the other person. Now, you have some external differences and some sociological differences and economic differences and all that. But in the final analysis, you're just somebody. That's right. Because in the final analysis, when you cease breathing, you know what they refer to you as? A body. Just a body. But what makes a body more than a body is divine manipulation in that God to enter our body does it by his spirit self so that you and I can be filled with God's spirit. Who is also the son? Who is also the father? (laughs) So then the the question is, I said, what do you want from me? (laughs) I, I, I don't understand all this. The Pharisees were confounded with it. And the Pharisees dealt in the study of the scriptures. And in all of that, they still missed it. They knew him not. But but, let let me tell you what I'm talking about. Go go to St. John chapter 8 and verse 12. Then spake Jesus again unto them. Talking to the Pharisees now. He says, I am, what? The light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Go back to chapter 1. He was the life that became the light. Now, he, he's speaking it plain here, but shall have the light of life. 
And then it said, the Pharisees therefore said unto him, verse 13, you can go on reading the whole thing if you want. But then it said, the Pharisees now are baffled. Thou bearest record of thyself. Watch this now. Thy record is not true. I heard what you said, but what I'm going to tell you, don't make no sense. I'm going to tell you it's not true. Not true to them, but true anyhow. Whether you become a Christian or not, God is still God. Whether you pray to him or not, he is still God. Whether you accept salvation through his son or not, he is still Savior. And he's still the son of God. And you and I are blessed to be a part of the son of God. Because if we follow him, we will not walk or exist in darkness. Manipulation. Some people were moving into a new house. They saw it from the outside. And they wanted to go in, and it happened to be nighttime. They walked through the door, so excited, looking at their new mansion, stumbling around, excited. Suddenly, one of them said, Why are we walking around in the dark? As though we are sneaking around in the dark. One of them turned and said, hit the switch. And when they hit the switch, the whole place lit up. You and I have been walking around in darkness. You and I visited and went in, but we never got to see what God had in store for us. We were blinded. But I'm so glad that one day God said, hit the switch. Jesus, Jesus, hit the switch. And when he did, the light came on. And darkness was translated into light. It is ours to let our lives and our lights shine in this dark world. I pray that as you go forth illuminated and illuminating, you and I will be able to celebrate that God has brought indeed light to this world. So be encouraged. Just keep on shining. It's our time to shine. So until next time, when I shall come to you with more biblical principles for contemporary living, may God bless you and yours. Concepts to Concepts to live.